The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone, goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again! Platoon, present cell phone. High Five! High Five! Casino! Casino! Win at High Five Casino! High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, save on select steel battery tools. Right now, save $50 on the FSA 57 battery trimmer set. Real steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. With AK-10 battery and AL-101 charger, offer valid for limited time only while supplies last. See participating dealer for details. NFLShop.com is your one-stop shop for officially licensed NFL gear to rep your favorite team. Check out the latest arrivals of jerseys, t-shirts, and much more. You'll find everything you need for a winning season with the best selection of NFL gear you'll find anywhere. Assemble your fan uniform for cheering on your team everywhere from the stadium to your couch. Shop an unbeatable selection of gear to showcase your team pride and style. To shop now, go to NFLShop.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Okay, we got you back here on the Lombardi Line. Amal Shaw is going to join us. Josh Applebaum's going to stop by as well. Of course, we kick off week six tonight in Philly, right next to Michael there, Tampa Bay in town. Brady with the thumb looks like he's going to be okay. The thumb Monday, Tuesday, he was limited, but yesterday he was a full go. So you're not concerned about Tom's yeah. thumb, are you? No, I mean, not typically. I mean, on the short week like this, uh, I think he's probably more inclined to rest and to, uh, you know, get, get his body healthy than he is anything else. Uh, it's a good game for him because it, the Eagles are not a complicated scheme. So it's going to be pretty easy for Tom to read what they're in He'll have a good handle at the line of scrimmage. He'll get him in the right play. He'll feel very comfortable. The Eagles don't match. They don't play a lot of man-to-man. So, you know, this is going to be a $2 blackjack game. Got to take the profits, move the ball down the field. And then when you get your opportunity to take a shot, take a shot. I think it's Fournette's game. Going to run him a little bit. And if they can protect inside, they'll cover the spread. But if they can't, then it'll become a problem. The Eagles... Uh, will struggle to maintain. The thing you got to do when you play Philly is you got to force them to put 12 plays together. Like get a bunch of good plays together. If you give them a big play, they'll allow it. But if you can force them to go 3 3 3, by the, they're going to mess up a play or two here with their line, with the quarterback, with their scheme. That's what they need to do. And to Michael's point, maybe look at those Fournette props tonight. This is a Philly D that's 30th against the run. They're giving up 142 yards per game. Now, I wanted to read this to you as we settle in on the number. This is a market report from Chris Andrews, who sets the number here at the South Point. He said, Sharps are taking the Eagles, but by mid my midweek ticket count was 5-1 to one in favor of Tampa, Michael. A lot of action early in the week for a Thursday night. Since money typically waits until game day, this game will have a very high handle by kickoff. I have a feeling I'm going to end up at 6.5. The market is trending downward, even with all the public action on the favorite. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that, that that is such a great, great thing to read. And I think we as a betting network, we talk about line movement. But what Chrissy's talking about is Sunday line movement, game day line movement. That's the most significant. Because what Vinny said earlier was Sharps bet on Monday. Sharps bet Monday, and they bet, kick off, they bet on Sunday. They wait until the number. Because as he keeps saying, they bet a number. They don't bet teams. Yep. And so I, I think the seven, when it opened up, you know, on my, on my board, as much as I thought, you know, as much as I thought that, you know, I, I, I didn't understand why they were, my number for this game, Patrick, was right under six, was right at 599. 
So, you know, if I were to play this game and I was a sharp just playing numbers, not teams, I would take I would take Philly in the, in the seven. And, of course, there's going to be a lot of teaser money from today on Tampa Lane, the point translating and transferring over to Sunday, of course, with uh, everybody's going to tease Tampa down. I would imagine, as Vinny said, some of the professionals will tease Philly up, but you're going through six, you're going through three if you come down to one, obviously, with Tampa Bay tonight. So there's going to be a lot of leftover tickets. I wonder if there's going to be a lot of, and we'll ask Amal this, because this is an interesting week for Survivor, right? You, you could play Tampa here. You could play the Colts. You have any guts enough to play the Colts, you know, against Houston? Mm. You know, will someone play Cincinnati against, will someone play Cincinnati against uh, Detroit? Will someone play, will, will they use their Green Bay? You know, will that be the survivor play of the day? You know, maybe now that you have Dallas, will you use it against New England? I mean, what is, it's going to be interesting to see what Amal's thinking. I think Amal's probably thinking the Colts. Playing at home against the Houston team, he's got, you know, it's 10, nine and a half. But I think the question you have to ask yourself, would you take the nine and a half and 10 with Houston? When I break that game down, this is going to shock you. My number on that game was seven, eight, seven. The line's 10. I think the number probably, someone else's power rankings probably around six and a half. So would I take that? You know, I think Houston would be a good play. They've been, when you go through their schedule and you see, you know, the Panther game, they're right there. Mills played better last week. It's going to be a zone concept scheme. He's going to know what he's in. He's not going to have to. The, 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 the Colts cannot play pass defense. For as much we talk about how great the Colts are on defense, they haven't been great on defense all year. Their rush hasn't been dominant, and they can't cover in the back end. They're a zone spot during team, and teams can throw the football on them. Lamar, what, we, do we realize Lamar only had six incompletions the other night? He was That's all he had in 43 attempts. He had six incompletions in 43 attempts. So you got to put some of that on the Colt D is what you're saying. It's the, too many easy throws. Too many easy throws. You got 43 attempts and you only get six, six passes that hit the ground. I mean, that's like, a, that's like one of those pro workouts in March that we go to, you know? Imagine, unbelievable. imagine the Colts, though, Michael. They'd be flying if they had held on Monday night because there's a huge difference, one and four, two and three, looking to even up their record at home against Houston. They'd be flying coming into this if they had won. It makes it even more that they, it makes it even more a necessity to win this game. There can't be a letdown. And one thing I think about Reich, he's a tough guy. And I do think his team will respond. I think you have to feel pretty good about Carson Wentz after that game. As much as I was down on Carson Wentz, Earlier in the season, I thought he played really well the other night. I mean, the Ravens had no answer for him. Actually, on the third and eight, when Reich admitted he got conservative at the end of the game there and he just ran it and they lost two yards, if he throws it in, I might get a first down. I mean, Everett, the, the, the corner, couldn't cover anybody. They were just going after him at will. They were going after him at will, and he couldn't cover any of these receivers. And I would not say the Colts receivers are on the marquee level. Mm-mm. They're good. But they were going after the corners, and they stayed away from Humphrey, but every other corner they went after. And Wentz was able to deliver it. So, you know, it's going to be interesting to see where Amal is on that one. You know, a lot of people, if they have the Rams, would they play the Rams against the Giants? I think that's another option. Amal's coming up in five minutes here on the Lombardi line. And for those looking to, for an example of Frank Reich's medal, look, postseason in Buffalo, uh, the Houston Oilers in town with Jack Pardee and your boy Warren Moon. And the comeback of all comebacks, led by it Frank unbelievable. Reich. Unbelievable. Led by Frank Wright. Jim Eddy was the defensive coordinator. He used to give his signals out so far in the open. This is before we had the headset communications. And Jim Eddy would give his signals out, and I could still see him. This was, you know, over. And then he would point to it. You knew his coverages, and you knew all his signals. It was so easy to steal the signals. And he just <laughs> did it right in front of everybody. I could still see it. And when they lost that game, I can remember calling Belichick on the phone after and said, well, we just lost an advantage that we had with the Oilers because, you know, we could steal their signals because it was plain and open. It was like baseball. I mean, you know, in baseball, they have indicators that the signal's coming in. They know that people are watching. There's nothing illegal about it, you know, but when you're doing this and then this, it's a blitz, I could still see them. I was obsessed with that Mouse Davis run and shoot and the, and the Oilers with their, I mean, they just used to sling it. Warren used to sling it. Curtis were, Duncan, look, Haywood no Jeffries, team. Ernest Givens. Mike Holovac, the general manager of the Houston Oilers, should be in the Hall of Fame for assembling that team. The problem he's not is, is because 
they didn't win. They didn't win enough. He never could get the coaches. I mean, they went to one conference championship game with all that talent. And it just wasn't talent on offense. I mean, their offensive line was loaded. The defensive line was loaded. The secondary, I mean, they were really good. Monsignor Holovec, we used to call him, he used to, was the head coach at Boston College. Truly one of the great, great football minds in the league that's got, that, that has kind of gotten lost because his team's never won. Moon got to the Hall of Fame on numbers, but really not on, on winning. Jack Pardee won a lot of games there, but you're right. He couldn't do it. They just could not couldn't get it the done game. in the postseason. Yeah, couldn't get over the hump. The, so let's talk coaches. And, and yeah. Rich Basaccia, again, correct me, but he is the special teams coach with the Raiders who's yeah. now taken over as head coach. Obviously, the effusive praise from Mayock yesterday about this guy moving forward. I'm sure you know of him. Help to better understand what we're getting from Basaccia, head coach here with the Raiders. In 1997, when I was at the Philadelphia Eagles and uh, Gruden had just left to go to Oakland, uh, the the special teams of the Eagles during this period were just a disaster. And Jeff Lurie and Joe Banner came to me and said, we need to find a, 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 a special teams coordinator. We need to find one, not a pro guy. We had just fired a guy who was in the pro football for a long time and it didn't work out. But can we find a fresh face? That's what That was the mandate. So we basically went through all the college guys, and we came up with two candidates for the job, Rich Bashachi and John Harbaugh. And we interviewed, and we were going to give it to Bashachi. Now, he had four young kids. He was coaching at Clemson at the time, and they were not paying very much money. It was probably a $100,000 job back in 97. And so we hired Harbaugh, and that's how John Harbaugh got the job. It was between those two guys. So I've known Basachi since that interview in, 87, in 97, and he's always wanted to be a head coach. He went back to Auburn to, to work with Gussie for a little while, uh, so he thought he might be able to get a college head coaching job. This is his moment to shine. This is what he's been working for most of his career. You know, he thinks of himself as a head coach. Now, the problem is game planning. Johnny Morton, the receiver coach, is really good. He's been with Gruden for a lot of years. He knows how Gruden thinks. So he'll do some of that. Olsen's the same way. Cable will handle the run game, you know, and then defensively, Bradley will do what he does on defense. So everybody stays in the role, but Versace's got to unify the team and bring the team together and build trust back into the team. And basically, he's got to stand up on the team, and his best friend is John Gruden. He's followed Gruden everywhere. Is He's got to be able to say, look, you know, I'm going to, build, I'm going to earn your trust back because we did not have trust in this building. He's got to, he's got to acknowledge it. He's got to acknowledge it, or else if he doesn't, they won't win very many games going forward. And the game and the game's going to be called by Greg Olson, right? Graham will be called by Olson. Nothing will change. The only thing will change is what they do in the kicking game. Do they kick a punt? Do they not punt? All those decisions will go through Basachi. Do you look this week for a, a jolt? Because we saw him bad on Monday night. We saw him listless on Sunday. Is there going to be I, some juice I, here? I don't know. I think Vic Fangio versus Olsen is a little different than Vic Fangio versus Vic Fangio versus Gruden. Okay, perfect. Now they beat him twice last year. They beat him twice last year. No, you always talk about the coordinators, though. That to me is the. But you you just said you think advantage Fangio over Olsen greater than advantage Fangio over Gruden. That's a great answer. No we doubt. Come, we come back. Our buddy Amal Shaw joins us next here on the Lombardi Line. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sort. High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone, goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again! Platoon, present cell phone. High Five! High Five! Casino! Casino! Win at highfivecasino.com! High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino! Dad deserves something really nice for Father's Day. But let's face it, we usually don't do it. Big gifts are for Mother's Day. 
Picking something up on the way is for Father's Day. Well, let's make Father's Day something this year with the Bartesian Cocktail Maker. It whips up over 60 premium cocktails on demand, each ready at the push of a button. And right now, you get $50 off the Bartesian Cocktail Maker when you buy one pack of Dad's favorite cocktail capsules. Dad will publicly love that you saved 50 on the countertop machine that crafts premium cocktails on demand. And he'll secretly love that you splurged on him for Father's Day with the gift of a Bartesian. Because the only thing that lets Dad know he's the world's number one dad better than a world's number one dad coffee mug is an artisan cocktail in his hand. Make dad's Father's Day and Father's Day cocktails with all natural juices and bitters without making any mess at all. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash father to get $50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Bartesian. Premium cocktails on demand. NFLShop.com is your one-stop shop for officially licensed NFL gear to rep your favorite team. Check out the latest arrivals of jerseys, T-shirts, and much more. You'll find everything you need for a winning season with the best selection of NFL gear you'll find anywhere. Assemble your fan uniform for cheering on your team everywhere from the stadium to your couch. Shop an unbeatable selection of gear to showcase your team pride and style. To shop now, go to NFLShop.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, before you make your next bet, make sure you check out vsin.com, the new feature, Betting Splits, which is awesome. Latest betting splits on every game. Find out which games are seeing the most tickets written. For example, tonight, we're about 70% in favor of Tampa. Odds, data, analysis for every game. Start your next sports bet at vcin.com. Michael Lombardi hanging out in Jersey, of course, for Philly. Host Tampa Bay tonight to open up week six in the NFL. Amal Shaw, odds on, of course. Amal Shaw and Mike Palm. There he is. Amal, how you doing today, buddy? There's Amal. I'm doing well, thanks. How are you? <laughs> doing, doing very, very. First, let's continue with the conversation we've been having that Michael brought up, which I think was a great question. Kansas City, Tampa Bay, neutral field. Where do you think the number closes? Uh, Buccaneers, probably three, maybe three and a half. Okay, there you go, Michael. And then, so where are you tonight on Tampa, Philly? Kansas City was a seven-point favorite against Philly. So do you think this line's a little short, or do you think it should be heavier? No, I think the number's right from this standpoint. Philadelphia played better in, uh, defensively. Now, granted, they were helped a lot by Sam Darnold in terms of his lack of performance against the uh, Carolina defense. Uh, on the road, to me, once you get into that eight, eight and a half, nine, nine and a half, they're all similar in that spot. So even if you make Tampa nine-point favorite, it's, this really comes down to you like them or not to be able to cover double digits on the road. Uh, I'm not going to play this game. A little bit more of a pressing and better bet, in my opinion, going on in the Bay Area tonight at AT&T Park or whatever it's called this week. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you're more of a baseball fan. I'm also quite loquacious today. He's into the baseball. He's, uh, he's also into the baseball. the conversation. Yeah. Well, I mean, no, let, I'm not sure that. I just, I just don't like this game let, a lot. That's okay, well, we'll get off of it. It's fine. Calm no down. Problem. We're not sure no question. No Calm down. Calm down. All right. So, like, here, here's the reality, okay? Let's shift it into conversation. Let's talk about Survivor, okay? So, I, I like to make your Survivor, predict your Survivor pick. So, I think your options this week are Tampa. I think Indy. I think the Rams. And... Uh, I think Kansas City. I think those are the four. Door number one, two, three, and four. Would I be right or wrong? You are good, man. I didn't think you were going to come up with it. You got it on the fourth one, Kansas City, because this is a must-win situation for them if they don't win this game. I think the season is in tremendous peril. You've got an opportunity against a Washington team that's been inconsistent. This is a game, if you're Casey, you have to be able to get. Uh, and you look at this Chiefs team. You know, everyone might be saving them for that million dollars at the end of the year. First of all, you got to get there. More importantly, they play at the Chargers in the final week of the season. I don't think you'd be comfortable taking that one. Michael, you look at this team's schedule the rest of the way. This is probably about as good of an opportunity as you have outside of a potential home game. But my concern is if they drop another game or two along the way, they do have the Giants on November 1st. 
if they drop a game, are you going to be comfortable and confident in taking them at some other point? Yeah, I, I mean, I, you would rather take the Chiefs than the Colts. Well, no, it's about the fact that the Colts still host the Jaguars in a couple of weeks, and that weekend it's easier to use the Colts than it is anyone else. This is important to tell the viewers this. This is really what helpful. This is helpful because I think, you know, and this goes against your on-the-road yeah. theory of, of Survivor. You don't want to do that. No, you're absolutely right. But, you know, this year since they've made us basically take Akron and, you know, Florida International in this tournament, you got to start utilizing some of these teams on the road, kind of switching up the strategy a little bit. It's Look, the reality is last week a ton of people were on Minnesota. I had one play on Minnesota. I had one play on Tampa. Every play really last week should have been on Tampa, but because they play uh, potentially in the last week of the season to get the million-dollar bonus, most people didn't utilize them. It, it, it's going to be a real challenge. I will say in one of my entries I looked at, it, I've used Cincinnati, Carolina, uh, Denver, teams that you're probably not going to be utilizing too much down the line. So I like that. Uh, even though the Chiefs are a team that could bounce back, I, I think this might be the best option here. The Colts are one that I think a lot of people use. A little bit of concern with the secondary short week. Emotionally, Michael, how do they bounce back after a very difficult loss? That was a game they should have won. I mean, they dominated that one from the kickoff to, yep. to the end of regulation. Yeah, I agree. I mean, the, the, the Ravens have had two games. I know they're four, on a four-game win streak, but they've had two games where easily could have gone the other way. I mean, you know, we know the Detroit game and then that one. I mean, you got to hit the trifecta if you're the, if you're the Ravens to win that game, and they hit it. Missed the extra point, missed two field goals. Amal, let me ask you, Vegas, Denver, do you cap it differently with all the drama that's going on here? Open three and a half. It's sitting three and a half across the board here, 110 up and down. Do you cap this game any differently? I do not. I think after this week, you'll see a little bit of a difference. But, Patrick, when you look at it, and I always think back to this one play in the NBA years ago. When the San Antonio Spurs were playing against the big three in Miami, it might have been 2011, 2012, and Greg Popovich chooses to sit everybody. The line goes from about two and a half to nine and a half, and the Spurs lose that game by one point. Generally, in the first game, whether it's a coaching change injury situation, you don't have the drop-off that you would have with that starter in the first game. You start to see that in subsequent games after that. And I think in this game, because this is a manageable, winnable game for the Raiders, you know, the players are still there playing for themselves. They're potentially looking at, hey, I might be going into a free agent year. Damon Arnett's just looking to stay in the league at this point in time. Cleveland Farrell's just looking to get some consistent time on the field. This is important. It's not Forget the fact that John Gruden's no longer there. There might be some people that have an affinity for him. There might be some players that have disdain for him. And so it doesn't necessarily change what I see coming out of the Raiders this week. I still think they're a slightly better football team than Denver. The question is, can Derek Carr stop going into the fetal position before even the snap is taken? <laughs> yeah, that, it's gonna, you know, that, that's a great point right there. I mean, not the fetal position point, but the great point is we know Gruden coaches the quarterback, right? We know that's what he does. He was the one who talked to him. He's the one who demands from him. He's the one who talks to him between snaps and communicates to him. He's calling the play. You know, you see him calling the play. When you watch Andy Reid, Andy Reid tells Biennemi what the play is, and then Biennemi signals it in, right? That, that wasn't, I mean, Gruden's one-on-one -on -one with the quarterback all the time. That's going to be a void missing. And, and who's dissecting a defense? You know, Gruden knows Vic Fangio. Now, I'm sure, I'm sure that, you know, that all the other coaches know him, but that, that communication is so important, so important. I think they're going to miss it. I mean, look, if they don't miss it, then why were they paying them $100 million? Well, to answer your – please, I just want to say in, sport, in sports, a lot of people are overpaid that don't deserve to be paid. Well, I, I get that. I mean, I'm not. I'm not suggesting he should be 100. I'm not suggesting that at all. Yeah. I'm just saying I think there is a a true. There's value in what he brought to the table as an offensive coordinator. And to Amal's point, oftentimes pros like to bet that first game after a new coach a turnover there because there's going to be a boost with the new coach, and then after that one week, it'll completely even out. So to that's uh, the Raiders right now three and a half in Denver. Did, Quickly, I just just because we like to get your thoughts on an array of things, do you have thoughts on Kyrie Irving, Amal? Uh, you know, the flat earther, you know, all, one of my all-time favorite people. <sighs> I want to go on a long-distance car ride on I-80 from New York to San Francisco with this guy. Are you kidding me? I, I'm trying to figure out which state the homicide would be committed in. I mean, this guy is oh just unbelievable. I, I, I can't stand this guy. And let me tell you, when you don't want to trade Ben Simmons for Kyrie Irving, that tells you everything you need to know about Kyrie Irving.
Well, I mean, why would they do that? Why would you trade one problem for another, for a bigger problem? Well, for, I mean, first, well, for, you know, I mean, Ky, uh, Kyrie Irving's talent, you would certainly make that trade. But for, you know, what are we dealing with here? I mean, you know, you got to take on a bigger problem. And it's amazing. It's amazing, amazing, amazing how the power of money makes people see their way. I mean, you know, they say redemption doesn't come with a debt. My Lord, it does. <laughs> Michael, to your point, though, I think the 76ers management and front offices handled this very poorly. If I were Philadelphia, I would have said to Kyrie Irving, I'm excuse me, to Ben Simmons, we knew he was going to come back. He, he is an immense talent. Look at this guy. He can cover one to five, all, uh, you know, all NBA defensive team. But I would have said if I'm ownership, I would have said, here's the deal. You can sit out all you want. doesn't matter. We're DNPing you for the next, what is it? They play 82 games a year. So for the next 328 games, you're going to get a DNP. Either you show up, you prepare like your job is on the line every day. If not, we don't want you on this team. And we're just going to sit you for the next four years. You'll, yeah, she'll make your $170, $200 million, whatever he's getting paid. But the bottom line is we're going to destroy your career. Either you come in. This team is capable of winning a championship. You look at this nucleus with Joel Embiid, with Harris, with Curry on the outside. This team can win. And this guy, Ben Simmons, is preventing this from happening. He's got to come in with a more positive attitude. What is it? I don't understand. You know, you saw guys, uh, I think it was LeBron, when it worked out with Akeem in terms of learning some low post moves. Why doesn't he go work on his game? This guy's got a chance to be an all-NBA, all-MVP type of player, and he just doesn't want to do it. And if you're Philadelphia, instead of getting run by the player who's under contract, just set a precedent and say, listen, you want to do this? No problem. We're not going to play you again. Michael, you know you've been around a million players. How detrimental is it to him mentally if he had to sit out and show up for practice every day for the next four years? Yeah, I mean, look, I, I, I've been, as, as a non-Sixer fan now, I hope they, they come to their senses because you can't win with non-competitors. I mean, I've been making that case clear. And I, and I thought Danny Green's verbiage that I read today in the Philadelphia paper was the right one. Look, you know, he's got to come in and be a pro. Same with Seth Curry. They're all saying the right things. It's time for Ben Simmons to grow up is what you're saying, Amal. I, absolutely. And, and, you know, to me, if, you're, if you have a player under contract, you can't be held hostage if you're the team. If you thought nope, Thelma you and Louise was good, can you imagine Amal and Kyrie? That would be, oh, that's, be that's, so the, that's the car so trip movie everybody wants yeah. to see is Amal they would not and make Kyrie. It 12 hours out of Mackinac City. No, there was City. a murder. They would not make no, it 12 no, hours no, out of Mackinac, no, Mackinac City. City. There was a murder inference <laughs> in his little plot there. Uh, are you laying it with Webb tonight in the Giants? I, I took two plays, uh, Giants minus 110 and the run line as well, minus a run and a half plus 215. Amal, you're the best. Odds on with Mike and Amal coming Thanks, up Amal. next. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Great call, Michael. All right. <laughs> coming up next, Thank you. Josh Applebaum stops by here on the Lombardi line. to the Lombardi line on VSEN featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, you got to get ready for all the NBA action this season. VSEN basketball betting guide is out now. It's the NBA guide. So check it out. Strategies and best bets, in-depth analysis from our experts here, of course. Jonathan Von Tobel, JBT, providing strategy and advice, as well as predictions for conference winners, win totals, playoff teams, and player awards. You got it all for $9.99, so under $10. Check it out, vcin.com slash subscribe. Okay, we welcome you back here on the Lombardi Line. Thanks to Amal Shaw for joining. Here comes uh, Mr. Market Insights himself, Josh Applebaum, to join us to talk about not just uh, Thursday Night Football as we kick off Week 6, but everything on the board today. Hi, Josh. How are you? Hey, Patrick. Hey, Michael. Yeah, big, big betting day, guys. Uh, today, to me, is one of the best days you've had in a while. We got a big, decisive Game 5, Dodgers-Giants. We got NHL back, Patrick. We got college football, NFL. Really great day to be betting on sports. But a uh, big one today, guys, obviously Tampa Bay and the Eagles. What really jumped out to me, guys, is really value on the Eagles plus seven here. So we take a step back for Thursday night tonight. Tampa Bay, four and one, two and three ATS. They roll over Miami. They've won a couple straight. Uh, two straight games here. They beat Miami 47 or 45, 17 cover the 11 there Philly though, big win in Carolina. Maybe they can build off of that. Snap the two game skid. They beat Carolina 21, 18 cover the two and a half last week. But guys, what I'm looking at here, number one, big public play toward Tampa Bay at bet MGM. You have 74% of bets laying the wood here with Tom Brady. And what we saw is Tampa Bay open minus six and a half and maybe some early money along with a lot of this public money, uh, push this number up to the key number of minus seven. But once we've gotten to seven, look about the last 24 hours or so, there's been a lot of buyback on Eagles plus seven. If you look at the juice on these plus sevens for the Eagles, they're minus 115, minus 120. And Patrick Michael, I'm seeing books right now 
fall down to six and a half. So if you like the Eagles here, you should jump on it quick. Don't wait until tonight. Uh, you might miss that key number of seven. But I think a lot of value here on the Eagles. You're getting that key number. They're contrarian in a heavily bet game. Look at these primetime dogs, nine and six ATS uh, overall this season, 60%. We do know dogs, 45 and 35 ATS this year, 56%. But here's a crazy weird stat. Tom Brady, his last 10 primetime games in the regular season, 0 and 10 ATS. So to me, that's the case of, you know, public loving Brady, wanting to sweat Brady, but sometimes Brady being overvalued in these games. So I'd be looking at the plus seven here, guys. Uh, injuries to keep to monitor. We already know Gronk and Levante David and Winfield are going to be out. We do know Dallas Goddard is going to be out as well as Lane Johnson. But one, you know, prop bet for me that I would target would be Jalen Hurts to the over passing yards. Over 279 and a half passing yards available at DraftKings. Tampa Bay is dead last in their passing defense this year, guys. Giving up 314. Point four passing yards per game. We got a high total. Maybe you get some garbage yards. Maybe Hertz has to throw the ball to keep pace with Brady. So guys, I'm looking at Eagles plus seven and Hertz over 279 and a half passing yards tonight. What do you think about that Hertz prop, Michael? The passing. Uh, 279. I mean, you know, look, the, the one thing he should, I mean, look, the, the receivers for the Eagles are better than the corners. They're going to play zone. It's going to be, can he get the ball off? Can he make throws? I think the tape that Todd Bowles is going to watch is what Carolina did to him, you know, and put a lot of pressure on him. I mean, this Eagle offensive line isn't very good. And uh, I think that when you break this line down, uh, they've got to. That's how the Bucks win games. They get pressure. They force turnovers. It's going to be a huge game for for uh, Hurts to me because he's got to prove he can play quarterback. Right now he's, the, he's a... a a single wing quarterback with some throwing ability doesn't throw the ball from the pocket. You've got to make him throw it from the pocket. I, I, I think Bowles is smart enough to see that he needs to do that. Josh, do you have a thought on the total? Again, open 52 and a half here at the South Point, bet up to 53. Although most books open 53, sitting 52 and a half. Do you have thoughts on where that ends up tonight? So it's one of those weird situations, guys, where it looks like there's some smart money under. Now, this has been a conundrum here for a lot of betters because we see these primetime totals go over. They're 10 and 5. Now, they started 8 and 1 to the over. I think with the last four, 4 and 1 or 4 and 2 to the under. So a little buyback there. I think the obvious play, you know, heavy betting, the public says this thing's going to fly right over. But I'd be a little cautious. Again, opening at 53 at most books, Patrick, you're totally right. Down to 52 and a half at some books. So it's it's fallen a little bit here. Uh, you look at the weather. It's going to be a great night in Philly. 70 degrees, pretty much no wind. Clay Martin is the uh, the head ref tonight. He's slightly to the under 54%. Also pretty good to the road team. So that doesn't bode well for my Eagles play here. He's actually 33 and 15 ATS to road teams here. Almost like 70% overall. Uh, so Patrick, it's one of those spots where it feels like there's going to be a lot of offense, but kind of the market is moving down. Uh, I think to me, one thing is if you feel like you got a good edge, which I feel like with the Eagles plus seven, I don't want to take a shot and maybe waste the play just to have action on the total. Looks like sharp under, but again, a lot of offense. I'd be a little bit wary there. Yeah, I, I have a, I mean, look, it depends if the Eagles are going to play the style that they played against Kansas City, which is rope-a-dope. You know, they're going to get rope-a-dope for 40 because Brady's going to be patient and he'll get the ball in the red zone and he'll make good decisions. They've got to make Brady get off the spot. You're going to have to rush for inside and create some problems. And Hargrave's a huge guy to block. I mean, I think America tonight will see what Hargrave has become as an inside rusher. He's been tremendous. But the rest of the Eagles' defense, to me, particularly the linebackers, you know, this is where Bernard and I think Fournette in the passing game will make a huge difference. These Eagles linebackers and their safeties, the middle of the field can be attacked. Josh, I wanted to ask you, because betters are split tonight in San Francisco. So this is fascinating. It's late. It's going to be after 9 o'clock your time there, both of you on the East Coast. But you got Urias and Webb, and essentially the betters are split tonight in a game five. Yeah, totally split, Patrick. The line is pretty much a pick The betting percentages are pretty much down the middle. This is that ultimate, you know, flip a coin type angle. So again, provides value depending on which side you look at because you're getting either the best team in baseball or the second best team in baseball at pretty much a pick number. So uh, one thing we did see a little bit of movement toward the G-men here. You know, a lot of these books were, you know, kind of minus 110 Dodgers. Some are flipping a little bit. Giants minus 108. I think that's kind of a drop in the bucket when you're at a pick price anyway. I wouldn't put too much into that movement, but it does look like a little bit of money on the Giants here. Guys, I'm going to go down with the ship. I'm going to go Dodgers tonight. I, but a couple of systems that I like, you know, we got from BetMGM only uh, 51% of bets on the Dodgers, but 56% of the money. So a little bit low bets, higher dollar split there. Also look at the futures prices. You know, even though this is a coin flip game and the Giants are at home, 
You look at the future to win the World Series, Dodgers are plus 350, Giants are plus 450. So to me, that better futures price, also look at a couple systems I like, which are really interesting. Uh, if you look at game five, decisive game fives over the last decade, road dogs are 10 and six. Kind of a weird thing, buying low in those spots, and technically Dodgers would be a dog here. So uh, great game. There may be some, a little bit of over money early, open at a really, to a really low total of six and a half. Now it's up to seven. I'd maybe buy low on the under seven at this point, guys. Could be a really low-scoring game. Michael, any any thoughts on here? I know the G-Men have been a team you liked all year. That'd be Mr. Baseball yeah, team. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, but I got my <laughs> glove right here. Let, let, let's get some facts straight so we understand this, right? The Giants have only lost five of Webb's 26 starts this season, okay? You know, they're 12-0 and when Webb starts at home and includes two starts against the Dodgers, which he's won 2-1 to one and 4 to nothing. The Dodgers hitting against Webb is 194 with a 28.2% strikeout rate. And my favorite number of all, Patrick, they have a 199 FIP in 117 plate appearances yes. against Webb. Yes, they Give do. me Webb all day. You, Give you, me Webb all day. Love Logan Give me Webb all day. I'll take Webb. I mean, I mean, why should I did why am I going to ignore the numbers? Because why? I don't know. I'll go with Webb. All right. You know, I mean, I'll go to go with Webb. The Dude. Giants have been one of the most balanced teams in the league. Their offense, pitching, bullpen, you know, their best. I mean, Webb's 24 years old, dominant the second half of the season. What's his ERA in the second half? 271. I think he had a 104 whip. Give me that, Patrick, all day long. Bring it on. <laughs> that I'll take was, an extra heap of that. That was incredible. And you're right, because it's so funny how a lot of the success this year, Michael and Josh, for the Giants has come from journeymen and plugging and playing. But Logan Webb, the kid, has been specifically in the second half their best Give me pitcher. Webb. Yeah, I'll I, take he's, Webb. He's been incredible. I'll take Webb. I don't and care just, about anything but Webb. Sometimes there's just this magical, whatever the Giants are on this year has been incredible. I mean, you think about it, what they win 107, the Dodgers won 106 and didn't win their division. That is wild. <laughs> Wild. Okay, before we get out of here with you, Josh, two college games tonight, two teams going in the wrong direction, Georgia Southern, Southern Alabama. This one open, Southern Alabama, three and a half, sitting three right now. Yeah, you're totally right, Patrick. Both these teams struggling here. I like this play, though, toward Georgia Southern. What's intriguing to me, Georgia Southern, two and four. Uh, they're three and three ATS, South Alabama, three and two. Two and three ATS. So you have a team that's three and two above 500 at home, laying a very short number against a sub 500 team. Uh, so the public just says South Alabama, I'll take a minus three, lay that short number at home on a team with a better record. What I like guys is a system match here to these short road dogs plus four or less. They're 27 and 18 against the spread this year, 60%. You look the last decade, they're about 55%, but it was this opener of South Alabama minus three and a half. And even though the public is saying, Hey, Sunbelt, fun belt, little action tonight. Give me this short home dog. The three and a half fell to three. So that's notable to me taking in some sharp money, Georgia Southern uh, conference road dog angle. Also Sunbelt road teams for whatever reason, 57% ATS Sunbelt road teams the last decade that would match with, uh, with, uh, with Georgia Southern also really weird. They've won the last seven straight Georgia Southern. So they've kind of had the number of South Alabama. So I'll take the points there. And then Patrick, Michael, real quick, uh, Memphis, we've seen a big move toward Memphis. They've lost uh, three games in a row or a couple games in a row. But what I'm seeing here is people are taking Navy with a big number. This thing opened Memphis minus eight and a half or minus nine. It's only up to 11 or it may go to 11 and a half. I kind of like the sharp move toward uh, moving toward uh, Memphis here. You also get their offense. They're both giving up 32 a game, but the offense of Memphis averaging 36 a game, only 17 for Navy. I kind of like laying the points here with Memphis at home. I'm taking Navy. Navy's five and one against the spread against Memphis. I saw Memphis against Temple. You can have your Memphis team. Go ahead. You take them. All right, Josh. Thank you. Vison.com slash podcast market insights betting across America later today as well. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Okay. When we return, I, I want to ask Michael about this New England Dallas game or Dallas. Give me New web, Patrick. Just give me some web. X give me fit, some web. Fit. All of it looks good with Logan Webb tonight. Game five in San Francisco. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! <laughs> I won again. I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. Dad deserves something really nice for Father's Day. But let's face it, we usually don't do it. Big gifts are for Mother's Day. 
Picking something up on the way is for Father's Day. Well, let's make Father's Day something this year with the Bartesian Cocktail Maker. It whips up over 60 premium cocktails on demand, each ready at the push of a button. And right now, you get $50 off the Bartesian Cocktail Maker when you buy one pack of Dad's favorite cocktail capsules. Dad will publicly love that you saved 50 on the countertop machine that crafts premium cocktails on demand. And he'll secretly love that you splurged on him for Father's Day with the gift of a Bartesian. Because the only thing that lets Dad know he's the world's number one dad better than a world's number one dad coffee mug is an artisan cocktail in his hand. Make dad's Father's Day and Father's Day cocktails with all natural juices and bitters without making any mess at all. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash father to get $50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Bartesian. Premium cocktails on demand. NFLShop.com is your one-stop shop for officially licensed NFL gear to rep your favorite team. Check out the latest arrivals of jerseys, t-shirts, and much more. You'll find everything you need for a winning season with the best selection of NFL gear you'll find anywhere. Assemble your fan uniform for cheering on your team everywhere from the stadium to your couch. Shop an unbeatable selection of gear to showcase your team pride and style. To shop now, go to NFLShop.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, it's the king of sportsbooks, BetMGM. Enjoy the thrill of victory on your very first bet. That's tonight. Bet $10 to win 200 if Tampa or Philly scores a touchdown. Again, you got to use the bonus code VSEN200, VSIN200. Tampa or Philly score tonight. You're going to win 200 bucks off a $10 money line bet. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. Got to be 21 years or older if you have a problem. It's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know, I mentioned off the top, I thought it was a little bit of crisis management for the Washington football team this weekend. If you haven't heard, Sean Taylor's number is going to be retired uh, as they yeah. host the Chiefs. I, I bring that up because I wanted to ask you, Sean Taylor's life cut short at 24, which is fat. Yeah, can't believe he passed away. He died at o, in 07, which is, would you put, was he on a trajectory? Was he on a Ronnie Lott type tra- trajectory there as a safety? He really, you, you know, I, he really was. And he was playing at a time where he could actually hit somebody coming over the middle, you know, which benefited his game and the way he played, his athleticism, his speed. I mean, you know, he was... I think this, when you get a middle-of-the-field player, a Mike linebacker, a free safety, who's got incredible range and speed and instincts to find the ball, your defense looks entirely different, entirely different. And, you know, when Taylor was on the field, you know, it's – I I don't want to be critical of Jamal Adams because I don't get where Jamal Adams gets his value other than when he rushes the passer, whereas Taylor could play on all three levels. And when I say all three levels, here's what I mean. The quarterback, that's one level. Rushing the quarterback, that's, a, that's the level. That's level one. Level two, stack behind the defensive line, right? That's level two. Level three, the deep part of the field. Like, like John Lynch, who's in the Hall of Fame, could never play in the deep part of the field. He was either level one or level two. Like I, 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 I would have a hard time voting for John Lynch in the Hall of Fame because, he, A, he wasn't the best defensive back on the Bucks team, and, B, he can't play on the third level. But Taylor could, and that to me is the difference. Now, you know, John Lynch earned himself in the Hall of Fame. That's great. I understand that. I'm not disputing. I'm trying to explain the difference when you're talking about safeties here. And I think that that's where Taylor was so effective. Could he go play man-to-man? Not really. Not a great man-to-man player, but he had the range, the speed, the toughness to tackle in the open field. It's like Ed Reed. Ed Reed had that unique ability to play on all three levels. And when he was in the middle of the field – you know, if you didn't look him off or if you didn't do something to him to move him, he was going to pick the ball off. He was going to find the ball. He had great instincts. And Taylor had that kind of traits to him, too. Yeah, and for kids that think Jamal Adams is a bad man, I mean, Sean Taylor was on another level than Jamal Adams. Yeah, I no mean, offense. 
different players, right? So I, I just think to me, uh, it, it, you know, I, 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 I'm, I get angry. Jamal Adams is a media creation. Like I, Chris Felica just tweeted something out. It's so good. You know, it's just what we, we run into is like they put up three coaches for coach of the year. They put Luke Fickle. They put Steve Sarkeesian. And they put what? they put uh, Kirby Smart, Pro Football Focus. These three guys should be coach are the coach of the year candidates. Are you kidding me? I mean, Steve Sarkeesian's in there. How did he get in there? He blew a twenty-one point lead. He lost. He got blown out by Rice. I mean, it's his first year building a program, but this is not the coach of the year coaching job. What about Mark Stoops at Kentucky? You know, what about Kirk Ferentz at Iowa? You don't think he's doing a good job? What about Sam Pittman at Arkansas? winning as many games as he's won over there. Like, it, this is what happens. We fall into this perception. It's what happened with Gruden. There's a perception. You know, he's the he's the Corona light guy, call guy. 44% winning percentage coach. You know, we, we as a betting network, our job is to tell to take away the perceptions so that you as the better don't fall for it. Don't fall for it. Don't fall for the... The, the, the bias that's coming out. And I think that's really the biggest issue is we have to separate that. And that's why the games of the week, we get so much bias built into the number that we have to divorce ourselves. That's why you have to have power rankings to objectively stand back and say, wait a minute, this isn't right. Because if you just arbitrarily pick games week and week all through the week, you're going to make way too, you're going to be below 50. That's what the book wants you to do. The book wants you to say, you know, I really like the Chargers this week without any evidence, without evidence. Like you could take the Chargers, but do you realize the Chargers give up 5.3 yards per rush? Do you realize the Baltimore can run the football on them? Do you realize Baltimore can throw the ball on them? You know, do you realize their field goal kicker has missed four extra points and he's missed two field goals? You want to take the Chargers in a three-point game? God bless you. Go ahead, do it. But there's a lot of risk here. There's a lot of risk. Well and this is where perception has to stop. You've got to listen to reality. Bucks Eagles tonight will get Michael's official play coming up in just a bit. Quickly wanted to ask you about 21-22 NBA as far as championship odds. Your favorites at two and a half to one. Mm-hmm. It's short, man. The Nets, uh, your second betting favorite on the board to win a championship. I don't know how the, the Nets could be the favorite. We know Kyrie's not going to play. So I wanted to add and, that was... And, and I, Please. I mean, we also know that they're going to be prone to injury, and they're not—they're going to play in forty percent of the games. I, I, to me, what are, what other odds do we have? Can we put the odd board up there? I got it right here for you: three seventy-five plus three seventy-five on the Lakers. Your second betting favorite, the Bucks, the champs at nine to one. Big number. Uh, the Warriors I, I, I nine to one as well. I don't see how the Bucks can do it. I, I don't see how the Bucks could. The, the Warriors are nine to one. Yep. Have we thought that? Well, they get Clay back, so there, there's certainly that's an improvement. But are we sure they're going to be better this year? Are we sure Clay is coming back completely? Where are my Heat? I got you right here. Now again, books vary, but I got the Heat at twenty-five to one. Not bad. I'd play that. Okay. How about the Suns sitting fifteen to one? I like that. Okay, so you I like, like that. How about yeah. the Jazz at sixteen to one? I did. The Nets are so short. The reason I asked you about the Nets, I did want to get your take on Kyrie. Well, look, I, I think, look, you're dealing with, a, I think what Sean Marks did was a smart thing. Like, at some point, you got to have a culture. Like, this guy is behaving as an individual. He's playing on a team sport. If he was a wrestler, then it's his own problem. But he's in a team sport. You either act well as a member of the team or you don't. So they said, basically, we're out. We're done. What else could you do? And then he comes out and says he doesn't really want, he's only protesting against the shot, not because he's against vaccine. He's want to help people that don't like the shot. What? Say that again? Can I hear that again? Like, what are we doing here? I mean, he's a fabulous basketball player. There's no denying this, but he's not a part of a team. You know, when I talked about being subversive from within, Gruden having two draft rooms within his whole building, well, that, that's subversive from within. You have all the power, and you're subversive from within. Kyrie is subversive from within with his actions. I don't, there's no team that has ever won a championship with a player who's been subversive from within. They're better off without him. They're better off without him. They're better off letting him go. Let him retire. Tell him to retire. He says he doesn't want to retire because he doesn't want to lose the money. But you're not going anywhere with him. Well, How much longer do we have to look at sports 
and see that players that behave in this manner never win championships. What more do we need to be proven with? Talent is wonderful. Talent's a great thing to have. But talent that doesn't operate within the framework of the team is useless. You're down on Kyrie. Well, in again, who isn't? No, I know. Who, even Sean Marks is down on Kyrie. You know, I, I mean, I, I don't. Steve Nash is down on Kyrie. Tampa, I don't know how you can't be no, down on I Kyrie. Hundred percent agree with you. He did. I don't know if you saw. He popped off on was it Instagram Live or maybe it was Periscope last night. I'm sure you were all over that. He was talking about dinosaurs and Earth yeah. and vaccines and. You into that? I mean, look, this guy is this guy's been a he's been a problem everywhere he's been. I mean, you can't win a championship with a locker room that doesn't work together. You just it just doesn't work. It's been proven over time and time again. Okay, here we go. Week six, Tampa, Philly. So again, there is a big distinction, Michael, because some it's split down the middle. Books have it six and a half. Books have it seven. Let's start with the side. You lean in which way? I, I'm going to take Philly because my numbers say take Philly in the game. I, I think it, these Thursday night games have a tendency to be closer. You know, short week. I don't think, you know, Tampa with their li- liability on defense and their secondary without a real week to practice against the Oklahoma offense. I think it does do Philly a favor. Philly is very vanilla on defense. I think the Bucks will move the football. I think they'll cover. I think but the Bucks win, but I do think the Eagles will cover at six and a half or seven. Okay. Let's take a look at the total you got a 52 and a half. Perfect weather. What are you thinking? I think it's going to hit the over. I think it has to. I think the Eagles Eagles are not going to – you're not going to hold the Bucks to, to 17, 19 points the way the Eagles play defense. They're going to make some plays. Brady's going to make some plays. The weather helped the Patriots hold them to 19 points. With a perfect day, a fast track, I think this game goes 35, 31. I think it's somewhere in there. Okay, you can't run against this Bucks D, but a guy you like in Miles Sanders. What if I told you his rush in receiving yards prop was set at 62 and a half? Rush it's got to hit the receiving. over for them to win. It's got to hit the over. See, the perfect thing about this game is the Eagles will never try normal runs. They'll all be space runs, which will help them against the Bucks. So go over the 62 and a half Miles Sanders rush receive, right? Yep, I okay. sure would. Michael, enjoy your Thursday. Always enjoy the pleasure, game tonight. Patrick. And Logan thanks Webb. We, and Logan Webb, thanks to them hey, all. Give me some Logan Webb. Thanks give to me Vinny. some Logan Webb, please. <laughs> thanks to Josh. Thanks to you. We'll see you tomorrow here on the Lombardi Line. The following is a high-five moment from HighFiveCasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the Army. Sort. High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. NFLShop.com is your one-stop shop for officially licensed NFL gear to rep your favorite team. Check out the latest arrivals of jerseys, t-shirts, and much more. You'll find everything you need for a winning season with the best selection of NFL gear you'll find anywhere. Assemble your fan uniform for cheering on your team everywhere from the stadium to your couch. Shop an unbeatable selection of gear to showcase your team pride and style. To shop now, go to NFLShop.com. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, save on select steel battery tools. Right now, save $50 on the FSA 57 battery trimmer set. Real steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. With AK-10 battery and AL-101 charger, offer valid for limited time only while supplies last. See participating dealer for details. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.